Yay. Okay. Boop. Boop. Making that noise. Yeah, yes. I know, that noise. Terrible noise. Fucking hell. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. All right. So, um, what episode is this? 56. 56. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I can remember that. Do you, do you think you got that? I think I got that. Okay. I mean, I have it written down. So. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> I love that you're sitting here finally, not in pajamas, and hey. you have your Yes Daddy tank top on. I do, and I also have... The Spank Me Harder thong. I do. Yes. <laughs> is that foreshadowing? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> well, then. I guess... My little, my little greeny little giggle over here. I guess people are just going to have to stick around to the end of the episode and see what happens. Uh, yeah. All right, you ready to do this? Heck yeah. All right. It's a pineapple party. Oh, and we got polyamory, too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that, too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and King Podcast. And welcome back, everybody, to episode number 56. We're really knocking them down here. Yes, we are. Yeah, just before the intro was over there, I almost forgot I had the our sliders turned down and I was like pulling your tits out. I know. I was wondering why all of a sudden you stopped and like real quick rushed over to yeah. the board. And I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I got sidetracked by titties. Yeah, that would have been bad. But anyway, uh, episode 56, and you are not in your old lady pajamas, which is great. I'm so glad that you think that they're my old lady pajamas. They I, are comfy. Okay? Yeah. I like fuzzy comfiness. Okay. Well, you look <laughs> like an old lady. <gasps> How dare you? Uh, all right. So, so much better. It's much fucking better. Okay, good. Um, so I want to do something because... Um, we get toys in to review all the time from Twitter and all that shit. And uh, we kind of got a toy to review that we have no use for, really. No, not really. I mean, we could probably find uses for it, but... Oh, we definitely could. But we also have literally two trunks basically full of all of Tink's toys. Yeah. So, so I really don't need this one. Yes. And what we have here is... A little dildo. It is. It it's is a, a. It's a mini. It is four point six inches in length mm-hmm. and four point two five inches in diameter. So you literally can hide it in your hand. Yeah, like you have a little bit of a of a mushroom cap, but yeah, like the tip just sticks out whenever I hold it in my fist. Yeah. So, um, what we were wanting to do is have a little giveaway. But in order to win this pint-sized morsel of goodness, you will need to send in an audio clip or a video clip, if you don't know how to just do audio, of you telling us your fantasy, like we did last week. Oh, that would be fun. Or the week before. The week before. The week before. Um, So we want to hear your fantasy. Okay. And it can be... With anybody. It can be a celebrity. People your, you might know. Your current partner, your friends, us, whatever you want. Just a really detailed, juicy fantasy that you either 
you know, would really love to have happen, or maybe you have had it happen, and it's like a epic fantasy that came true. Yes. Um, the only thing that we ask is at the end, please be sure to mention the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink podcast, just so that we don't have any issues with like Spotify or any of the other apps saying that's not your audio. Yes, please make sure to do that. So you have to give us permission in the audio clip to use it. But we can't wait to hear that. And what we're going to do is we're going to listen to all of them. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pick the best one that we think is the best one. And then we will play it on the show. So you will have an entire week to get this done and submit it to us. Because mm-hmm. we, we record no later than Saturday night. Right. So you have to have the submission into us by Saturday night after this episode airs. That should, that, that gives a whole week. Yeah. And then we will listen and pick the best one and play it on the next show for the fun segment. Sounds like so much fun. And then we will get your little dildo shipped out to you. Yes. Free of charge. You know, you just got to give us your address and we will ship it out. Okay. That's going to be a really fun idea. Yeah, I think so. And I feel like a lot of people have really, really good fantasies. I know. I, I can't wait to hear them. Right. Because who knows? I want want to hear them. We may want to act one of these fantasies out at some point, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Like that would be awesome. So please indulge us Mm -hmm. and send those fantasies in. You can email them to the kitchen sink, ENM and kink at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, uh, on the fan page. Mm -hmm. You can message through there. You can hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, uh, you can go to the website and find all of those links. Um, just make sure you get that stuff to us, please. Yes. That way we can get this beautiful specimen out to its new owner. Yeah. I mean, and it would honestly be perfect, like for guys that want to try like butt stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, or, or ladies, if you haven't tried butt stuff yet, yeah, like it's a perfect starter, I think. I actually feel like it's a better starter than the actual like anal kits because right. this is legit a dildo. Right, because it's, it's got the head. It does. So you're going to feel that like pop yeah. and <laughs> then you're going to feel a little bit of the texture of it and it does get a little bit of like a width before it, it gets, gets thicker, to the base. Yeah. And then it gets thinner towards yeah. the base. So, so it would be really good for that. It's pretty realistic. Yeah. Um, and the best part is it's got the suction cup, so you can do it in the shower. Right. And um, the tub. <laughs> if you guys are into the BDSM side of things, mm-hmm. like this is perfect to like use to shove in somebody's mouth. Like, Oh, yeah. I was literally thinking that when you took it out of the package. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's awesome. And that was my mind. You're like, oh, we're, we're going to use this as a giveaway. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. We're not using it because then we can't give it away. So. Right. It is, I took it out of the plastic just so that we could show it on the episode here. Yes. On the camera, but it will not be used. No. It's and go it'll right come in the original package with yep. the bag and everything. It's a little so, white box, but I think a red bow on it. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Enough about that. Okay. Even though I can't wait. <laughs> Let's get into the swing topic. All what right. What do we got for this week? Well, I mean, 
you kind of brought it up last week. Um, kind I did? of. Fuck, I don't remember what it was. Really? You don't remember? <laughs> it was the whole. You kind of wanted. Uh, oh. To elaborate. And oh, that's see right. If I anyone for- was, <laughs> you know, interested in wanting to know kind of what has us, you know, discouraged yeah. from the lifestyle. Okay, so yeah, the people wanted to hear me go on my rant. Right. Well, I mean, is it really a rant? It kind of is. I mean, it's it's kind of a rant because, okay. like. Is it a rant because it, like, is there ways that I could change things? Probably. Okay. But for me, it's just things that have been piling up over the years, mm-hmm. things that I see and experience. Um, and I know you have some too, but mine aren't as I think severe. Yeah. Um, but there, there is a few, um, that I have on the top of my mind. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I'll start since it was my idea. Yes, please do. Um, yeah, so a big thing, you know, we we touched on it a little bit last week. Yeah. With how, you know, I spend a lot of time and energy trying to make connections with women, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like a lot of times things are going great. Or, you know, we're having good conversation. You know, we're flirting. You know, everything is leading up to, you know, us playing. Mm-hmm. And then when we get in person, like say we're at the same club or event or whatever, either they ghost me mm-hmm. and they're nowhere to be found or they run off with somebody that in my opinion, you know, is better. Gotcha. You know, like whether that's the truth or not, but in my opinion, either they're more attractive than I am. They have a bigger dick than I do, you know, or, it's just something along that lines that they run off with them and then leave me hanging there. And you've had that happen a lot. I have had it happen a lot, you know, and people will say, Oh, well, you know, you just have to do this or do that, you know, to seal the deal, blah, blah, blah. Like I literally can't do anything more aside from literally grab somebody by the fucking hair and drag them in a playroom. Like, I mean, you do make it aware, as far as I know, uh, that you want to play with people. Yeah, I mean, when I really want to play with somebody, I make it very known. Like, and I will tell them, like, I'm interested in you. I want to play the next time that we get a chance. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just how I am. Like, if I just meet somebody and it's the first time I'm meeting them, Mm -hmm. I don't go to that extreme. Like, I will talk and I will be, you know, gentlemanly. I will flirt. Mm Mm-hmm. But chances are I'm not looking to play that first time I meet generally. I mean, it has happened, but. Right. It does. Now, do you think that that's what is the deterrent from people wanting, like, say they are interested in you, but they're used to, you know, hooking up right away. That could be. I mean, because they may take my uh, lack of forwardness Mm -hmm. as disinterest. Even though you're saying that you are interested in playing. Well, no, I, I don't say that usually on the first time I meet. Like if I meet somebody for the first time at a club or a party, mm-hmm. I usually don't say, hey, I want to play with you. I will flirt. Right. And I will be nice. But I'm talking about like just meeting them. Gotcha. So I'm generally not going to say, hey, I'd love to go play. Because I don't usually do that the first time I meet somebody. And, and, then, and it's not really something that you can change right but then but then the next time i see them Mm -hmm. you know and say we hang out some more and then i may be like hey you know i'd really like to go play Mm -hmm. and 
you know, it'll either be awkward and they don't know how to say no, you know, and they have that like, oh, that, you know, that, that'd be great. Uh, you know, and then they just try to back away. Like they skirt around it. Yeah. Um, or they just won't acknowledge it, you know? So kind of going back to you talking to them the first time, you know, flirting with them, you know, showing that you're interested, but not coming forward and saying, Hey, like, I want to go play with you. But then the next time that you get to hang out with them, do you feel like that's when they're like, well, you didn't try anything the first time. Why should we try this? Yeah, time? That's kind of how I feel in those situations. You know, like they think at that point, I'm just being friendly. Right. Instead of actually meaning it like they thought you were the first time yeah. without you actually saying, hey, I wanted to play. Right. Because e even if I tell them that second meeting, you know, hey, I'd love to go play, you know, I feel like in their minds, they're like, well, you had your opportunity last time mm -hmm. and you didn't take it. So that's a no. You know, like that's what I feel like they're thinking. I mean, I can understand and kind of think that that's what's happening, um, but I'm not sure as to if it's just like their way because like I said, you know, first time they might be used to just going right ahead and if they things click, just going and playing. So then they're like, well, why are you coming back now? Yes. So, I mean, like that's a an issue that I have. Uh, and then like another big issue is if I talk to somebody online, you know, and we finally get to meet up and stuff, mm -hmm. a lot of times at a party or an event, I, I will tell people up front, e even in the talking stage, mm -hmm. like I will not play with somebody after they've already played. Yeah. So I'm either first or, or, or the only person that you play with, mm -hmm. you know, and what happens is we'll get to these events and they'll already be, you know, one, two, three people deep. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll come up to me and be like, oh, you know, so glad to see you. You want to go play? I'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there is that, but at the same time, like how you can't really avoid that, you know, and there's no actual real way of knowing that say, okay, you showed up at a party, you were there after them. They've already been there. You don't know really how much play that they had. I ask like if, if I don't already know, mm -hmm. you know, I'll ask them like, you know, have you been to the playrooms yet? You know? And if they're like, oh yeah, you know. I'll be like, oh, okay, we're going to have to postpone this then. Yeah, and I guess you couldn't, again, if someone says, yeah, I've been to the playroom, you know, you would have to automatically assume that it was that they went to the playroom and actually played, not just like went there and just to check it out. Well, I mean, that's what it means when you ask somebody if you've been to the playroom. Gotcha. Like, it means I, have you played. I'm that, I'm that weirdo who like, yeah, I've been there, but like I didn't do anything. <laughs> well, that's because you take everything literally. Like, I know. But... When somebody asks, have you been to the playroom? That generally means, have you played? I follow Without him. saying, hey, have you played with anyone yet? <laughs> it's the the more smooth way of asking. Yeah. You know, and like a lot of people will be like, oh, well, that's on you. And it is on me. Like, I understand that. And you own that. But it's frustrating because I let people know ahead of time and they seem so interested to play. But huh. then, you know, they know I'm coming to this event. But they'll go and play with, you know, a bunch of people before they come up to me. Right. So and you kind of feel like you're being chosen and then they, later. They may be butthurt because I say no. Right. It's like, well, sorry, I don't want to be like number three, four, five, six in line. 
No, I mean, and it makes sense though, too. And a lot of people are like that. And it, you know, some of it stems from being a germaphobe and some of it stems from just, you Well, yeah, know, because you know, in a, especially in a club environment, they're not showering no. and freshening up in between. No. Like, and I'm sorry, to me, that's... Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I totally agree with that because if you had the ability to get yourself cleaned up, it would be a little bit different versus being in one of those atmospheres like a club or whatnot where there is no access to that. And I'm sorry, a a towelette is not going to cut it. Yeah. Especially when you're playing with multiple people. I mean, even one person, it's really still not going to cut it. Right. And like for me personally, if I do play with somebody, even if it's you, Mm-hmm. I don't expect somebody else to be okay with playing with me then. Right. You kind of feel you like know. if I'm that way, then I'm right. like okay with you feeling that way as well. Right. So I pretty much accept the fact that if I do play, mm-hmm. that's it. That's my one for the evening. Right. <laughs> you know? But that doesn't mean, you know, like the next day you could have another person. Right. But you're basically, you limit yourself to one person that night. And then right. the next night you'll now, find if, something else. You know, like say somebody gives me head. I feel and, like that's different. And somebody else is like, hey, I want to give you head too. Yeah. Like, if they're okay with it, I'm fine. But if, you know, I know, you know, like say somebody was going down on you mm-hmm. and then you were like, hey, I want you to eat me out now. I'll be like, mm, maybe after your shower, okay. <laughs> you know, Un- unless it's one of my good friends, then I don't care. But I'm weird like that. And I know I'm weird. I own it, but it's one of the things that irks me is that whole situation. Yeah. Now, another thing that really gets under my skin is when you talk to people online, Mm -hmm. you try to form connections and stuff Mm -hmm. and only one fucking person, like in a couple talks. I've noticed that a lot. Um, And it's usually the guy. Yeah. And then it makes you wonder, is the female even interested? Because if they're not really talking, that says they're not interested. Right. So if I ask, because I usually will ask, I'll be like, you know, hey, your wife doesn't talk. Is is she not feeling me or, you know, like what's going on? Mm -hmm. And they'll always come back and be like, oh, no, she thinks you're, you know, great, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, okay, well, I need to speak with her. Right. Like it can't just be like the guy saying, oh yeah, no, she is interested. But if you're not getting that interaction from her personally, or even, you know, in the group chat, then how are you to know? And you're just going off of his word. Cause that basically was like, okay, he's right, because, just saying she's there, but she's not actually really interested in wanting to be there. Exactly. Because he wants to fuck you. Right. Like that's what it always comes down to. And yeah. that's kind of why we go solo. Well, and that's a, another thing on my pet peeve list. Like, Everyone wants to be our friend or, you know, to play with us because of you. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't matter if people say, oh, no, that's not true. You know, they saw us first because of you. (laughs) And I don't see, you're not wrong on that because I see it all the time on Facebook. Um, You know, they really... They don't know really that we're together because a lot of times we post a lot of shit where it's separate. I know. We really don't even have many pictures together. <laughs> we don't. We are terrible about that. I mean, we did much better at, at Naughty. We have a lot actually right. from that. But that's it. That's one event out of how many years of but being But that's because this. we're always taking pictures of you for 
your OnlyFans mm -hmm. or your Fansly, you know, and shit like that. Right. We're never doing anything, me and you. Right. And like your guys don't want to see me, so we don't take pictures of us together. I only have that I know of. I only have two guys that are are into seeing me and you together. And like that's they enjoy that. So, but that's it. Yeah. So, so that's not a whole lot for me to, you know, take pictures of me and you when I only have two that are requesting to see that or even just open to seeing it. They may not request it all the time. Right. Because the majority of your your fans just want to see like me and you. a girl yeah. or like us just like fucking. That's it. Right. Like they don't want to see our, you know, just normal shit. No. So like that's that really burns me out too you know just the fact that i i have to put all this effort into making some other chick be interested in me because either her and her man or just her man really wants to fuck you so then yeah. i have to like it's not really taking one for the team because like she may be hot right but i have to go above and beyond to try to get her interested to make this happen yeah and and all it is the other guy is just like showing up yeah all he's got to do is be like oh you're hot i mean sometimes not really he's well, no. a little bit more than that but yes i get your point it's just kind of like well yeah because if you're if you are going to entertain another man mm -hmm. like you obviously find him attractive correct if you don't it's not going to go anywhere to begin with so i you know I won't have to try to impress the other woman. Yeah. But it's when you were like, oh, you know, he's cute or, you know. It's usually how that works. It's yeah. when I find the guy really cute or like just he's like hot you, and I'm like, oh, you know what? This might work. You know, they're. Or he's been messaging you privately. Right. And then, you he know. He brings up that his wife is interested in you. Right. That's when you're like, is she though? Right. And then and you're already like not feeling it. Right, because if the wife doesn't just reach out to me like he did to you. Right, then you're just like, well, what's the point in this? Yeah, because one of our rules is if it's not an enthusiastic yes, <laughs> it's a no. Right. <laughs> so, and to me, by the the other wife not reaching out to me on her own, mm -hmm. that's not an enthusiastic yes. And it's not like it can build up to that either because it didn't even start from there. So like... She went from not talking at all to then being like, oh, hi. Yeah. And you're just like, hi. Then, <laughs> but then that's it. And then I have to carry the conversation for the next week or two. Right. And, and then by the time that you meet in person, if that even gets to that point, it's kind of shitty. Yeah. So that's a big thing. And, you know, that's a big reason why we started to play separately. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then when we did start playing separately, one of the, the last like personal things that has me burn out is the fact that uh, I have a very hard time finding women in my age group yeah, that, you know, want to play with me. And show that, like, that want to play with you. Like the, right. oh my God, I need your fucking cock, like, right now. Because, right. like, I love everything about you and I need this time with you. Yeah, and it just doesn't happen. Right. Like... You know, we have our friend Jessica. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's the last woman in my age group yes. that I've actually played with. But she was only the third Added. in almost nine years. 
Right. That's like the key thing there is like, that's a long time of only having three people in the age range that you're trying to be in. Cause you, you know, it's nice for you to have them be close to your age. Yeah. I mean, like it's just a different playing field for me. Five years plus or minus mm -hmm. is in my age group. Yeah. You know, yeah, that makes sense. Now the only other person, uh, well, prior to the past couple days, mm -hmm. the only other person in my age group, which is, she's actually your age. She's so she's younger than my age group would be Brenna. Yeah. You know, she's expressed interest in playing with me. We have great conversation, you know, which is like what you need, like that. It shows you again, like you said, that the person is actually interested in wanting to play with you. They're keeping up with that conversation because they're right. interested. Right. So, I mean, if we get to play, she would be the fourth woman yeah. <laughs> in my age range in nine years. I mean, <laughs> the rest have all been 50 plus. Mm -hmm. And like, I know it sounds like, you know, that makes me unhappy and that's not the case. Like I really enjoy playing with the 50 plus women mm -hmm. because, because they show that enthusiasm oh, over like they make, they're you, not over the top, but like, you know, for a fact okay. they're interested. They typically will show the same type of thirst mm -hmm. that like men show you. Yes. 100%. And like they, they are, I, I want to say it's like, it's kind of like having, I don't know if this sounds right, but this is kind of how I picture it. It's kind of like a pack of hyenas. That's kind of how I see it. And they, they find what they want and they're going to pounce on that. And that's what they're going for. Yeah. And it's usually, and they do go in packs usually. They do. I mean, cause it's like all their friends. <laughs> I was like, it's a pack yeah. of hyenas. And I mean, I'm fine with that. Like, I enjoy He's it. like, throw me to the hyenas. <laughs> like, I love the attention. You do. You and know? every and time you're around them, you're nothing but just taking in everything and soaking it in and you're just smiling and you're so right. happy. And I mean, like, the women are incredible. They are. You know, it's not like, you know, I'm like, oh, man, I only get to play with 50 plus year olds. No. It's not like that. It's just the fact that I would love to be able to play with people in my age group too yeah you know because I, I don't feel like I'm a bad looking guy you are not and like I know I said this last week but why is it that women from say 35 to 45 do the shit that they do to me that is something I'm I don't know and I wish you know being from that age group that I had that answer for you you know and but I I don't I don't really know what it is because like I find you attractive and I do find, and it is seldom that there are women in, in my, the age group that you're looking for that do find you attractive, but either they're really far away. We mm -hmm. never get to meet up with them or there's just the, you know, they've played with other people. So then just the timing doesn't or work out. The big one is they are in a couple that only plays same room together. Yes. And then that's where we have the problem because, because you are 99% of the time not interested in their husband. Yeah. Yeah. You, you called it. Yeah. So, and that's just how it is every single time. Yeah. So if somebody in my age group does show interest in me, it's usually those women, the ones right. that 
it just doesn't plan out or can't, pan out that yeah, way. They can't play with me because you aren't going to play with their husband. Right. So that means that I can't play with them. Mm-hmm. And that happens. I would say that weekly. happens. Oh yeah. I was just gonna say that happens all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of what I think burns me out a lot is because I see that you struggle trying to make the connections and have it actually come to play. And, you know, we have all these couples that will message us and we'll, we'll either meet them at a party and I don't, I'm not attracted to their husband or their boyfriend and there's nothing I can do about it, but you're really attracted to her. She's really attracted to you. But now I feel like, you know, like our hands are all tied. Like we can't do anything now. Yeah. And and it's not like we do hall passes. Like we don't, that's just not a thing. Well, no. Hall passes are when you let your spouse go play solo. That's a hall pass. Right. They don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we don't use the term hall pass because no. I think that's stupid, <laughs> but um, we can play separately. Right. Most other people can't. Correct. And uh, unless it's the women in that 50 plus group <laughs> because they've been around the block yeah. and they've realized that trying to find four people that find each other attractive enough to fuck each other is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. And whoever says that, you know, we're too picky or this or that. No. I mean, you've got a wide range. If, if a couple says that they have no problem finding another couple to swap with, somebody is taking one for the team every fucking time. Just about. Yep. I I don't care what they say. Someone's taking one for the team. Well, we, we, we know for a fact that that's definitely what's happening. Just because you can see, because you've got one in one category, one in another category. If they're playing with couples, we already struggle with that. And we are a fairly good looking couple. So there has to be somebody, whether it's the male or the female taken, you know, back and forth, depending on the situation. Well, yeah. And just look at all the anonymous posts on these Facebook groups saying the same thing. Like, oh, you know, I had to sleep with, you know, this guy or this girl because my partner, you know, really wanted to, you know, sleep with the other person. And is it okay that we do this, you know, or should I, you know, say no next time it's like yes you should fucking say no you should have said no before it even happened right because now you're gonna always feel guilty that you did that and on top of it you put yourself in a situation that you didn't even enjoy right so now anytime you think about playing you're not gonna enjoy it because you're gonna be like "Eh, not just that the person that you fucked probably had a terrible time probably because you weren't into it right like if if you're not into it you're gonna be a very shitty lay yeah (laughs) i mean Unless you're a professional porn star. Right. Like, you are not going to be able to fuck somebody. You can't fake it that well. Yeah. And they'll they'll know. Like, I know instantly. Like, as soon as, like, I start to even, you know, initiate play, mm-hmm. if someone's into me or not. And that's where you can, you know, by that point, figure out that that's happening and then stop it. Right. Because you're, you're just not going to go down that road. Yeah, I mean... Like, I'm not even going to get my dick out at that point. Right. You're like, fuck this. Waste of time. Right. So, so that's a big issue. Um, And then, like, another thing that kind of leads to my burnout um, is a lot of times I feel like I hold you back, you know, because 
like, especially with this new boundary that you have established for yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, with, because you like to play with big, huge guys, yeah. you know, like physical size wise, and you tend to go for the dominant type guys. Mm-hmm. So now like you have to adjust your play style mm-hmm. to where, you know, you can't get it as rough as you may like, you know, depending on the situation. Right. Because that takes away from our BDSM dynamic. Yeah. So like, I feel bad, like I'm holding you back in the swing aspect of things, you know? And I also feel bad too, because like a lot of people love that reclaiming thing. Like you love the reclaim. I do. That literally like makes everything in the end, like be back to normal. (laughs) Right. And for me, you're like, I'm, no. I'm not a reclaimer. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think that is in the back of my mind is I know that depending on, you know, who I decide to play with that, you know, obviously if it's a guy that me and you are not going to be, you know, with each other for like a day or two. Right. And I mean, I can live with that, but sometimes I'm like, well, I like to reclaim you. So if you play the same night, which I would be perfectly fine with. I'm not going to be able to reclaim you and be like, sad face. <laughs> yeah. And then you're probably going to get bitchy at some point about that. <laughs> I mean, that's probably, just how you are. Yeah. Eventually I would probably get cranky. You know, so again, makes me feel bad. It makes me feel like I'm holding you back because that's just how I am. Yeah. And I've always been that way. You have, you know, it's not like something that's just like developed. You were just always that way. No, I, it's part of the, a germy thing you know (laughs) the germy thing (laughs) i mean it's it's the germ thing yeah and the whole like uh, bdsm thing right because you know i wasn't yours during that time so like i wasn't involved right i wasn't in control right so you know whatever this other man did to you or with you Mm -hmm. i kind of have to let that like go out of my mind yeah and it's not going to happen overnight overnight. No. Like, so it's like and, a two day minimal process. Yeah. And, and I feel like a lot of people kind of, they don't get it. They don't understand me. Yeah. And, and I mean, like they and think sometimes you're a little bit complicated, but we all are in, in our own ways. But what bothers me is a, a lot of people will like make comments and stuff towards like the way I already feel because of that. Like, like how to fix it. No, like that. I've, I already feel shitty about that. Oh. And they basically tell me that I'm a shitty person because of that. Well, that's fucked up. You know, because like it's, in their world, reclaiming is the best part of all this. Right. And right. for me, it is not. And I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just don't like the thought of fucking you right after you get done fucking somebody else. I mean. Unless it's like one of my friends. Yeah. If it's one of my friends, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if I'm not already involved, I'm still going to fuck you later because yeah. it's my friend. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it's, that, it's different. Like, like that's a part of me basically. Yeah. I was just going to say it's because you're familiar with that person Yeah, where someone that I met, you know, and I clicked with that I played with, you're not really feeling that. So why would you want to put yourself literally in that? <laughs> right. You know, like it just would not be the situation for you. And that's 
you, how you go about it. And there's, I'm sure there's other people that are very similar to it. It may not be, you know, every little detail like you are, but there may be some things where they also don't want it to fuck their wife the same night, but they'll do it, you know, the next day. Or if they might be, you know, if you shower, they're good. I mean, for but all for the years, it's not just that for all the years that we've been in this, I'm the only person I know that is like me, but there's, there's a lot of people that I we know. haven't met yet. I know, but we've met a lot of people. We we have, yes. We've probably met more people than the majority of people in the lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, we do go to a lot of places. Yeah. So, like, that's a big thing is the thought that I'm holding you back, you know? Yeah. And uh, the the last part of that holding you back is, you know, if you click with a guy that mm-hmm. has a big dick. Like, you know, like it's not your thing, but if you really like the guy, yeah, you're not going to, you know, say no. And then you're going to be broke for like a week. Yeah. So, and then, you know, that kind of, it aggravates me because then obviously like my sex life is fucked for a week. Right. Just because you wanted to have one night with this guy. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what also burns me out when it comes to it is trying to find that perfect dick. (laughs) So like, yeah, I will, I can be attracted to people who happen to have larger cocks. Apparently I have a big sign on my head that says, Hey, I like you. Do you have a big cock? Please put yourself in front of me, but I can't do anything about it. Even though I really want to, because like we've talked about many times, um, I have a some form of a problem where I'm either not dilating enough or my cervix is super, super sensitive that any roughness in certain positions and I mean, especially with us will break me. Now, someone who's very large will break me no matter what, because it's not going to matter what position I'm in or it, how hard they're fucking or how hard they're fucking me. Right. So that's kind of a, an annoying thing for me because you know, I may be really interested and then I have to like weigh it out. And then that kind of kills it for me that I have to weigh it out. Yeah. And and it's not always because of, you know, how, you know, you feel about me with a big dick, but it's literally, I don't like pain down there and I want to enjoy it. But at the same time, if I'm going to be, you know, kind of wincing every time he fucks me, that's going to suck. Well, yeah. And it's not that I don't, want you with a big dick it's i don't want you to be fucking broken for a week or more i don't want to be broken <laughs> you know because <laughs> you know i mean, get pissed off like you blow guys all the time that have huge dicks oh yeah i mean like for, to an extent because we know my mouth. well yeah i mean for I whatever go very big <laughs> you try your best as i'm trying to like mouth fuck the microphone like yeah because <laughs> i mean like you are attracted to big dicks i mean just like every woman is but you know even if you could take big dicks, I know you wouldn't on the, on the regular basis. No, like, like he would, it would really have to be like one of those where it almost feels like you'd have like, I hate to say this cause the swingers are going to be like, Oh my God, she said it. the feelings of connection with the person Yeah, that that's where it would happen. Right. So I don't have that happen very often. So I think what we have one so far, probably two, two now. Yeah. Okay. So two in the last eight and a half, eight years, whatever. Yeah. So that's not a whole lot that have made me have the feelings connection thing where I was like, 
yeah, I want this person. I don't care how. Right. So, I mean, while I wouldn't stop you, Mm -hmm. you know, from making that decision, it just aggravates me that I know it's in the back of your mind. Like, oh, you know, he's going to be pissed if I can't fuck for a week or more. Yeah. You know, and I mean, in my head, I rationalize it as that's a valid point. Like, if I can't (laughs) fuck my wife for over a week because she decided to go fuck some, you know, 12 inch dick for (laughs) 10 minutes. Like, you're right. Because it's not like I can even like fuck for longer than 45 minutes. So it's like, so for that short time frame, she decided to do that. Right. I mean, like, was that worth it? (laughs) Yeah, that would not for a week. Yeah, it just it it would aggravate me like more than anything. Well, and then and like I said, you know, I don't like being broken. It it almost is the equivalent of when I have my period and I fucking hate the world and everybody that walks it. So for me to just be broken from sex from it, not only will I be frustrated that I can't have sex, but then I'm going to be even more frustrated with myself because I put myself in that predicament. It's not like my body, you know, naturally hated me for that week. It just happened to be my life choices that it, it now hates me. Yeah. So, I mean, like those are my big ones. Just, I hate feeling like I'm holding you back. Like whether I am actually doing that or not. Like, I don't feel like you are, but I can understand why you feel that way. But I really do not feel like you're holding me back. I've just learned as I've gotten older and as we've been in this for so long, the things that I'm looking for versus the things that I find that don't go together. And therefore you're feeling like you're holding me back because I'm not pursuing things that you're like, oh, I could have sworn you would have gone for it. And I'm like, yeah, well, here's the hang up on that. Yeah, and and I can see that. I mean. Because there's many guys that I'm finding attractive, but you know, it does, it comes down to how they talk to me. It comes down to their dick size. It comes down to, can they play solo? Or, you know, is it only a full swab with their partner too? And is it same room as well? Right. And there's all these things that or go together. Are, are they trying to get you to be a, you know, a unicorn? A unicorn right. Yeah. And I have that a lot. And that's a big turnoff for me because I'm not a unicorn. Right. And I don't even advertise myself as that. Right. If, if you found two people attractive that you really wanted to play with, mm-hmm. you would let them know. Correct. Like that's... That's the only way really that you're ever going to play as a unicorn. That's exactly <laughs> it. I mean, but people don't understand that. Like they just see you, they know you're by and know, they know you can play separately. So right. automatically they're like oh, unicorn. Right. And I'm like, no, see, that was easy to find. That means I'm not a unicorn. Right. If so, they're easy to find, it's not one. Yeah. So that's annoying. It is. But I think that's, that's pretty much it. Um, Except for how fucking expensive lifestyle is. That's a big, yeah, big um, burnout item because yeah, I have to work my dick off to be able to afford everything. Well, yeah. And the thing is, is everything keeps going up regardless of just the lifestyle. So, you know, you want to go travel, especially the really good places to go is yeah. really expensive. Yeah. And like, you know, our friends, Brian and Brenna from the front porch swingers, they throw amazing fucking events. Yeah. We would love to go to more of them. But they're always far away for us. Mm-hmm. Like we have to fly to get to get yeah. there for Podbash. Yeah, I mean, and I've never flown before, so we spent fourteen hundred dollars just on plane tickets. Yeah, to go to Podbash. Yeah, like you know, and I have to miss work. Yeah, you have to miss work. Mm-hmm. We have to find a babysitter. We have to get a babysitter. So it's like, it's a big fucking investment it is. for one party. Right. 
and we do what three four parties a year usually about like, that like big stuff mm-hmm. so you know i'm always strapped for cash I, you know i i work well, you basically work from uh winter or like fall till the beginning of summer as many hours as you can yep. so that way when summertime comes and we do have all these events in the free time that's when we go and hit up everything as much as possible yeah because I mean, I take time off of work that's unpaid because I yeah. don't have enough vacation. So I just fucking go. Yeah. Like, and that's how all of mine have been because right. I just started mine. So unfortunately, I'm not getting paid either. Yeah. So, except for, you know, having my ass on OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, even that's not much. No. I mean, so come on, people, get with it. <laughs> like, look, <laughs> I show my titties. 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 <laughs> guns, 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 guns. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's just very frustrating that it costs so much yeah and that kind of is a little and there's like not a lot of local people which makes it even harder because we have to fucking travel yeah you know and everyone keeps telling us oh you know move back to pennsylvania or move to florida move to vegas you know that'd be great but we have a, a young child yeah you know and like pa yes would be our best bet because our families are there we'd have babysitters and yeah all you know a support system but it's still one of those things where, you know, a lot of things go into how are we going to get back and, you know, we have to have a place to live. And it's not a situation where we're going to go back to living with our, Fuck our parents. No. Fuck, no. Fuck no. Like we've had our nice time back to ourselves yeah. and we can be ourselves and it's been amazing. Yeah. I mean, and I don't want to change that. <laughs> there's just way too much involved. Oh, excuse me. Right now. <laughs> to even think about moving. So yeah. like we're stuck here. Like we're in Alabama yep. with a dead lifestyle scene. Yeah, there's nothing here. And, you know, we're just gonna have to try and do what we can, you know, and travel to as many events as we can. So I will say this for the people that do listen to us. If you know that you are also going to be in an area where we are, because we try to advertise it as much as possible, yeah. whether it's on, I don't do it on my OF just because of safety reasons, but um, I do it on Twitter. Um, Pedro does it on Instagram, Twitter, um, our, our own Facebook page. We let everybody know where we're going to be. Obviously, like we we just got back uh, a couple weeks ago from our Pennsylvania trip and we went to TPA. Um, those are probably going to be the areas that we're going to visit each summer. So between, you know, Tennessee, between Georgia, Florida, Florida, um, and Pennsylvania, Vegas. Vegas, those areas will let you know we're going to be there. So even if, you know, play doesn't happen, but you want to meet us. Right. Then- and just because we're at a place does not mean that we're going to play with you. I mean, no. not to sound like an asshole, but we don't play with everyone. Like no. if we all click and, you know, or two people click, great. But we don't do the show to meet people to play with. No. I mean, no. I mean, it was just one of those, you know, if you wanted to hang out with us, we would love that as right. well. I mean, cause we love making friends. Yes. We are all about that. Yeah. So, um, but if you want to be our friend, just know that that doesn't automatically mean that we're going to play with you. Right. And then also it doesn't mean that we would, you know, become friends and lead up to them play too. It could just be where we yeah. just stay as friends. Yeah. I mean, a lot goes into us wanting to play with people. And I think that's not necessarily a bad thing because, no. I mean, maybe it limits it. Maybe that's why some of, you know, the issues that we both have 
is from that. It could be. But I'm not just going to go stick my dick in in anything. Well, we look for the quality. Yes, I would rather have quality over quantity any day. I agree. So, all right, let's go to the BDSM topic. We're going to skip the uh, polyamory. (laughs) Oh, okay. We're, We're getting to the fun stuff now. All right. So for BDSM, I was literally thinking about this in the shower today. I was like, okay, so you've been a dominant for 20, 21 years, something like that. Yep. So when you meet people, do you automatically know if that person is going to be submissive or a switch or also a dominant? Like, is there anything that kind of tips you off to what you foresee them being? Um, Not immediately. Okay. For me, it is once I start interacting with them, like whether it's online or in person, you know, like I'm I'm really good at reading people. That you are. So. 100%. Sometimes it's annoying. Within my interactions with that person, Mm -hmm. I can generally tell pretty quick um, where I think they're going to fall in that that category you know as far as like the bdsm scale um i'm i'm usually pretty accurate with it but i mean there's always those people that just throw you for a loop you know there's the ones that you think are going to be submissive and they just turn out to be you know a super fucking dominant type person oh or you know vice versa you think they're going to be dominant and they end up being a sub and then you got the switches. They're hard to read because you they know, go both ways. They'll go both ways. So their personality is usually, you know, very wishy-washy too. Like when it comes to that stuff. So when you first met me, where did you like? What did you start picking up on as far as where you could identify where I was in I'd that say, lifestyle? I'd say probably in the second week of us talking on on Messenger, mm-hmm. uh, I knew that. You were on the submissive side of things. Okay. I can agree with that. Well, I mean, like you Because I didn't really feel like I was dominant. No, but you presented yourself that way. You know, you were the strong, independent woman. Don't need no man. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I totally was. Because at that point, I was like, fuck all these men. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But the more we talked, you know. The more I opened up. The more you opened up and the more you relied on me Mm. like for because like i saw you as the dominant and went okay i can relax a little bit now right so then when you express your interest in wanting to learn to be submissive Mm. um you know i had you research different types of submission and Mm. you know see where you fell and it was pretty close to what i thought you'd be okay so did you ever expect me to end up as a switch or is that just kind of the normal pattern for a submissive? Um, I thought early on that you could be a switch, but I th- I figured it would only be with women. Oh. <laughs> so, but. Okay, but. <laughs> what I think, and, and I think at the time I was right. Okay. But I think what happened was when you started doing your spicy Snapchat, and uh-huh. you started doing your video calls with the guys and they wanted you to like dom them yeah over the phone i could definitely tell you started enjoying that oh because like 
I would listen in, you know, like from the other room. <laughs> the eavesdropping. Well, yeah. Um, and like you could just hear it in your voice. Like it, it, uh, it wasn't like a role play type thing. It was. It was like I owned it. Yeah, like you were getting into it. Mm. That's when I was like, "This bitch is gonna be a switch." <laughs> but but then I had to convince you to actually learn to be a dominant. Yeah. Because like you thought it. Oh, it sounds fun, but I don't know if I could do it. I mean, it's fun, but it's a lot of fucking work. I know. It is a lot it's, of fucking work. It is a lot. Like, And, you know, like there's still times where you need to put in more effort. Yeah. But I think over the last like six months or whatever it's been, like you're doing a good job for the, the amount of time that we get to spend doing that. Okay. I was just going to say, like, I know it can be better, but you were right. We don't have a whole lot of time. Um because you know it'd be nice if like we could do this every single day right but between normal life and a kid yeah, i mean it doesn't we do it like once a week yeah you know like that's when we get to have a scene and yeah so i will say though i think it was helpful the latest when i was working the night shift um because you know we weren't together mm-hmm. so it allowed that time for me to like think in a dominant way and be like well this is what i need you to be doing for me right now Right, and it was oh, pretty. Was, it was, was fun. It was pretty fucking hot too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to see you into it was was actually like a big turn on for me because you know I was having you do things that put you in an uncomfortable state, and for sure, I, you were definitely a okay about it. I mean, yes, you you have to because you're teaching me, but at the same time, I could tell you were enjoying it because you did actually one thing that I wasn't even expecting you to do. Like I was thinking about it. But you went ahead and already did it. And I was like, oh, what a good little slut. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, I feel like I have to act like the best submissive. Because if you go out and you find a guy that wants to be submissive, you know, and you actually have that dynamic with him, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're going to do anything that you tell them to, like within their limits. Yeah. So beans, how I don't know what their limits could be. Mm-hmm. I have to basically have no fucking limits. Yeah. So that you can learn how to handle somebody that does all this different shit. Yep. And, you know, it's definitely a challenge for me at times, but what makes me enjoy it is seeing how much you enjoy it mm-hmm. and the fact that you're actually getting into it, you know, you're listening to me and you're doing the things I'm telling you to do, you know, and you're doing very well at it. Yeah. So it makes me proud, which makes me get into it even more. Which is like an awesome thing to see. And then it kind of keeps me wanting to go and, you know, keep learning and keep pushing for more things and get more comfortable in the role of being the dominant. Right. So, I mean, I think, you're doing great with that. And uh, when it comes to other people, you know, like I said, I pretty much can get them down. Like once I start interacting, mm-hmm. not a hundred percent, it's not an exact science, but right, I, I do pretty well. Thrown off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, and we even have that discussion, like when we're swinging, because you'll be like, Oh, you know, I like him. And I'll be like, mm, he's going to be like Uber dumb. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't always pick up on that. So I'll be like, oh. And then like, we'll see 
later on. Exactly what you're saying. Exactly what I was talking about, you know, or I'll be like, you know, oh, I bet he's a little submissive. And then you'll go talk to him and sure enough, like he's all about you being in control. Oh yeah. Yep. You know, so like uh, it comes in handy for our swing life. Yeah, definitely. Cause then I can, you know, hone in on when I want to, you know, dominate a guy because they want that. Yes. I'm in that mood. Absolutely. All right. So I know we talked a lot about the swing stuff. We did. Sorry about that, but it's a lot of stuff. I mean, it's nine years of, you know, shit being pent up. Yeah. You had to get it out. Um, but to help me release some of that frustration, Oh fuck. uh, our fun segment this evening is <laughs> going to be you getting your ass beat with a belt. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Are you excited? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Like well, I'm excited, but I'm nervous because it's been a while. Okay. Well, so how many swats with the belt do you think you should have to take? Well, I want it to be an even number. An so even number. if we can do like 10 and 10. Okay. Well, I mean, the belt is going to be pretty much across both cheeks. So, okay. Well then it doesn't really matter then. So, all right. So we're going to do 10. We can do 10. Okay. And then, well, we'll do some warm up and then 10. Okay. Okay. That'll work. All right, so go ahead and uh, get in position up against the wall there. Um, and where is my belt? Because I'm not wearing it. It's right here. <laughs> okay. I brought it up. Hand me my belt. And then I have to move these microphones and the camera. So, all right, be right back. Ass looks fucking phenomenal. Cause I just worked it out. Yeah. Oh goodness. All right. Can we still see my butt? Yeah. Okay. Let's see it. All right. We're, we're gonna do some warm ups. Okay. Ooh, okay. Deep breaths. Yes, sir. You want your ass to 
please? Um. How bad do you want it? Mm. Yes, Daddy. Okay. Got five more. Okay. Kiss it. Yes, sir. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Let's close the show up. Okay. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> How'd that feel? Um, that was. Definitely a reminder of my role. <laughs> what is your role? That I am your dirty fucking whore and that I am the slave and I only get this little opportunity of being dominant for a short little clip. Because <laughs> now I'm like, my brattiness has been put in check. I mean, I didn't make you cry. No. No, but I definitely felt the uh, the skin tearing. I didn't make it bleed, though. It's just, it broke the skin a little bit. Oh, it's welted. Oh, yeah. Yes. Why? I got to ask, though, why are you so into my right butt cheek? My left one was like, hit me, hit me, hit me. It's the space that we have here. God damn it. Okay. I mean, There's nothing we can do about that, because that's yeah. kind of why we had to choose a belt versus anything else. Yeah, I mean, I don't have enough room, really, to get a good angle on your left cheek yeah there really wasn't enough room <laughs> so it was either both cheeks which i tried to do both cheeks the most yeah. but you know the the fold in the belt yeah. hits on the right side yeah i know that's where i had those welded knots i know yeah like they're hardcore i know i'm i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna be surprised if i have like some good bruising from it i'm sure you'll have a little bit it's okay. not gonna be like paddle bruising but yeah It'll be like these nice little square marks. Okay. <laughs> All right. Normally I don't get squares. I get like round circles and then they like slowly fade away. Yeah. But I mean, it was, it was definitely good. I liked Did it. the, the rubbing of your clit help? Like, yeah, it kind of like helps me like in between it helped like focus your mind. Yeah. 
Yeah, like it, it kind of like recentered myself of like, okay, this is pleasurable. That one really hurts though. It's like brainy. Yeah, because, okay, <laughs> you are a different type of masochist than what most people are used to. Yeah. Most masochists get off on the pain. Right. Don't. You don't. No. Like. I get off on the bruises. You get off on the bruises, but like you like the pain to a point, but it's not pleasurable. Correct. And you like get super horny when you think about getting your ass beat. Yes. But you don't actually get horny while getting your ass beat. Correct. (laughs) It's very weird. But I mean, like you, your body does though. Yes. My brain does not. So like my brain doesn't give me the signal of like, Hey bitch, you fucking like this. But my pussy on the other hand is a sopping wet mess right now. Right. Which I cannot get my brain and my pussy to be on the same page. It just doesn't happen. They don't communicate. I think it's your ADD, to be honest, because I mean, like why? Because I can't focus on it. Yeah. I mean, okay. Slide your uh, panties to the side. Sliding said panties to the side. Okay. Now put your microphone down there. Ah, there's a cord. All right. That's pretty wet. You are a sopping wet mess. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes delicious. I'm so glad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like anytime you get your ass beat or I degrade you a lot or I humiliate you or anything that is like, you know, super, you know, just raunchy, raunchy. Yeah. Your pussy it's just like fuck gushes. Yes. Yeah. Like the two, like, like I said, my brain and my pussy do not connect whatsoever. But I kind of love that though. <laughs> Why? Well, because I've learned to love it. Oh. Because as a sadist. You can fuck with me more. I totally can. Yeah, I know. You do it a lot. <laughs> you know, so like, I love getting you to that point where you're just like bawling your eyes out. <laughs> but yet, like, I can just like slam my cock into you and i'm still like all about it (laughs) and you're still bawling your eyes out but you're like fuck me harder (laughs) like it's great i am literally a fucked up mess (laughs) i know and i love it so all right well i hope everybody enjoyed tink getting her ass yes and if you're gonna want to see me get my ass beat you're gonna have to subscribe to our fansly to be able to see that and we will have some pictures on there as well. Yes, we will. And some updated pictures if I have some good bruising. Yeah, I mean, I have so much shit to update on the fansly. We just haven't gotten around to it because, I mean, honestly, life is fucking tough. <laughs> <laughs> life is fucking tough. And, you it know. It takes forever to upload stuff because the videos are so long. Well, not only that, but we also have this stupid thing called We Live in Alabama where we have like torrential downpours. Oh, and it fucks the internet and, up. And um, tornadoes. And yes, it fucks up our internet. And it happens to be every fucking weekend, which is the time that we have to upload everything. <laughs> I know. It's such a fucking pain <laughs> so, in the dick. I'm going to say fingers crossed that we get this uploaded and we are good and not having issue with our internet connection tomorrow. <laughs> yes, I hope so too. All right. Either gotta, way, it'll be out there for Monday. All right. Well, thank you again for listening, everybody. And we will see you next week. Yes. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink podcast. Please make sure to check out the people who support us, VJ's Hotspot, 
the trendy pineapple and also pandora's resort they are really awesome people and they love and support the lifestyle just the way we do so please make sure that you go and check them out and if you'd like to find us on social media you can find us pretty much everywhere at k-s-e-n-m and kink podcast that's all the major socials facebook twitter instagram tiktok clapper and also now we are moving away from only fans and you can find all of our video and picture content at fansly.com slash k-s-e-n-m and kink podcast